CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. Seeing a bit of a great Vin Scully uh, introduction there, and I'll account for why if you're not a sports fan at all. This is your cinematically inspired program here found in Vancouver's Green Thumb of the community radio station CITR. We are your voice at UBC here at 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory here from the student nest on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia. And our signal takes us from Squamish in the north, Bellingham and Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea, where our frequency battles our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. You can find CITR online on Facebook under its given name. You can find it on Twitter, at CITR Radio. It's recently been on Snapchat, and it's also on Instagram. My name's Gak, and I'll give you the weirdest gardening tips for the next couple hours, so prepare yourself for whatever earthly delights sprout up. But please don't really call about gardening tips. Can't help you there. If you do want to call, phone number for the station is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, but uh, do give me a bit of time to figure out how the phone works. Figure it's just a handset that we pick up here. No, it is definitely a uh, 12 point procedure. It's almost trying to do a turn in a tight alleyway sometimes. Email works 
RadioFreeGack at gmail.com. You can follow me directly on Twitter at 100air. Just spell that out. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr under its God-given name. And you can follow me on Instagram. Molly Optic Man. So it is October. Exploding Head Movies is in its native environment with the sun properly set. Just to add the usual ambience to however I sound. But of course, with it being October and uh, the usual autumnal vibe that you get, ignoring the pumpkin spice that you can get in your various cafe drinks, October leads to Halloween. So uh, usually every year or so, depending on what happens news-wise, we try to stick with a bit of a horror theme. And uh, we're going to be faithful with that this time around. Although we're going to start off with a bit of a comedic musical angle, at least for this week with only the darkest of humor. We're going back to 1986 with The Little Shop of Horrors. Featuring music by Alan Menken, lyrics by Howard Ashman. And we'll talk about the history of the story itself since it's uh, gone through various iterations in its life. Uh, it has some uh, suspicious starts based on stories of killer plants. But it's existed as a film before. It's long survived as a stage musical but we'll cover all the bits there, including the dental ones, too. Otherwise, as we talk about what's going to happen over the next two hours here, we'll talk about VIF, the Vancouver International Film Festival. It started last week, and uh, we'll talk about some of the films that are coming out. I might actually review one. I'm not really a movie reviewer by default, but I did actually catch one on the opening night. It ties into uh, my ancestral lands. Aside from that... Concerts galore. We'll talk about New Forms Festival, which is back after a one-year hiatus. But we'll first talk about Psych Fest 3. Art Signifieds presents, uh, as you can imagine, the third iteration of Psychedelic Music Festival this Saturday, October 8th. And this will be at the Fortune Sound Club, 147 East Pender. You can get your tickets in advance, $15 for service charges. Otherwise, it is $20 at the door. You can get advanced tickets at Neptune Records on Main Street, Police Studios Incorporated, Studio Vostok, and online. And uh, we'll sort start on the Psych Fest route first. The song that we opened the show with is from the Dead Ghosts, a local trio, and off their 2010 self-titled album, that song was Girl Across the Street. They will be touring Europe later in October, but they will be playing this Saturday at PsychFest. As are the act in the background here. This is the V Vecker Ensemble. From a 2012 12-inch. This is side A to In the Tower. Because uh, both sides constitute a single 20-minute piece. Spread from side A to side B. For those of you keen on collecting records, this is a full-side, one-sided silkscreen insert of 350 copies. I'll be surprised if you could still get it somewhere in a fresh copy. Also performing at PsychFest 3 from Los Angeles, we got L.A. Witch, Tempe, Arizona's Destruction Unit. And, of course, I love most of these band names because they kind of tie into October and horror. Hallow Moon, Astrakhan, Eric Campbell in the Dirt, Peregrine Falls, The Archaics from Edmonton, Alberta, Dirty Spells, Mother Updoff, Joe passed uh, an act I was hoping to play a track off of, but was, uh, the only thing I had was another eight-minute song. As you're about to find out, this episode's going to be jam-packed with music. Uh, the Wandering Halls and then Dopey's Robe. 
And then this next song that we'll kick things off with from Toronto, Ontario. They're known as Cross. You spell it with three S's at the end, so it's Cross. Their latest album is 2015's Low. We're going to go back to 2013's Obsidian Spectre for a song to hopefully kick off the start to Exploding Heavenly's October Halloween theme. We will listen to The Witching Hour. You're going to be listening now to the trippy Exploding Head Movies only on the mind-expanding, not head-exploding station that you know, CITR, 101.9 FM in Vancouver, online at www.citr.ca. Vancouver International Film Festival brings a revelry of cinephilia to Vancouver. This year, Viv features over 300 films airing between September 29th and October 14th, with an opening gala featuring Eisling Walsh's Mahdi and a closing gala featuring Terrace Malick's Voyage of Time. Billions of years in the making. For its 35th year, Viv will be expanding the frame, emphasizing social interaction, workshops, and audience feedback. Find the complete program for this year's Viff online at viff.org. Experience Viff 2016 from September 29th to October 14th.
from his 1996 debut, Everything I Long For. That was Hayden with STEM. And Everything I Long For turned 20 years old this year, and as a result, Hayden re-released it this April with some extra tracks. For those of us who uh, remember the album quite well, some songs are missing, so Funk Bed remains out of print. Hayden brings his 20th anniversary tour to Vancouver tomorrow, Tuesday, October 4th, at the St. James Community Square at West 10th at Trutch. Deep in the heart of Kitsilano, but as you can imagine, it's just a little off West Broadway there. That show is sold out. Tickets originally were $35 and up. All ages, too. Everything starts at 8 p.m., so if you have your tickets, prepare yourself for a little guitar action. Based on how I've seen Hayden play in the bass, broken strings everywhere. Also from Everything I Long For Behind Me, another track from Hayden here. This is Assignment in Space. But thematically, it ties in nicely to this next song, which is part of a soundtrack of sorts for an object in space that ended its mission last week. It's called Rosetta. It was a space probe from the European Space Agency, or the ESA. Left Earth in 2004, and 10 years later, rendezvoused with Comet 67P, Turyomov Grasimenko. If you remember the tail end of 2014, when its lander module Filet made the first successful landing ever on a comet. As we know, it ended up bouncing around on its surface because it's not too much gravity on a comet. And uh, as uh, they found out with it, the surface was a lot harder, so it couldn't really stay put. So it ended up bouncing in a crevice. It only functioned for a few days before it lost power. Rosetta ended its mission uh, doing a soft landing on the comet, rendering its uh, power source complete just this past September 30th. So for Rosetta, the composer Vangelis was inspired to come up with his own dedication to the mission after he spoke with astronaut Andre Kluipers, the Dutchman... Uh, who was aboard the International Space Station in 2014. The Greek composer, legendary for his evocative synth work, particularly for films like Chariots of Fire, Blade Runner, and the original Cosmos TV series, provided three songs that were used on the ESA's YouTube channel, celebrating Rosetta Filet's initial work. And on September 23rd this year, Vangelis' full album tribute, simply called Rosetta, was released through Decca Records. And from that album, this will be a song that marks uh, one of the key elements that fuels many of the probes that go out into space via solar cells. So this will be Vangelis with sunlight.
MRG Contest presents Flock of Dimes this Friday, October 21st at the Cobalt. Show begins at 7 p.m. Touring in support of the new album, If You See Me, Say Yes, on Prestige Records, Jen Wassner of Y Oak explores the atmospheric side of pop with Flock of Dimes. Find tickets online at mrgconcerts.com. This October 21st, Flock of Dimes at the Cobalt. From the 2016 release for Haku, H-A-K-U. That was Ramsey with Anima, featuring Hashman DJ. And I've played Ramsey in the past. Great uh, West Coast, at least Western Canada musician. And uh, that time it was a little bit more ambient. I'm wondering if it was for Hashman DJ's influence for that. 
curious to see if we can see that in person because Hashman DJ is one of the people participating in the return of New Forms Festival. So New Forms Media Society took 2015 off from their usual mid-October weekend demonstration of uh, contemporary art and electronic music that returned with a hiatus with the 2016 edition. So this time around programming is going to take place Friday and Saturday. So over the long weekend, October 7th and 8th. And all the shows will be taking place at the iconic AMB Sound Building, located at 560 Seymour. Right smack tap in the heart of downtown. Just a little ways away from the late great railway club. There's going to be some additional shows upstairs in the satellite gallery, so it's all in that same space there. Of course, for a while there, there was a Club 560. And all the weird little kind of venues that are on Seymour that just uh, tend to pop up and disappear in basements. There'll be additional entertainment along the adjoining lounge there, all within 560 Seymour. And the New Forms Festival will include two nights of music and visuals programmed into three rooms with installations throughout the venue. Weekend passes are available starting at $65, going up to $75. And then single night tickets are available, ranging from $35 to $40. And uh, along with Hashman DJ, also performing it is the act in the background here from England. This is Pie Corner Audio from this year's Stasis album to the Ghost Box label. This is Transformative State. And uh, we'll touch upon at least two of the Canadian acts playing there. Can't touch them all because there's a lot. And we'll start off with Carolis Coverdale, otherwise known as KLC. She was born in Hamilton, Ontario, raised in Montreal, and uh, her day job is an organist and music director at one of the churches in Montreal. And that's a career that she's had throughout many uh, churches and cathedrals throughout Canada. But along with her focus on sacred music and Estonian choral and folk music, uh, she touches on a lot of experimental electronic works. She's worked with acts like Tim Hecker, and her most recent album came out last year. It was called Aftertouches, tied to what was described as part of a new school of enterprising electronic artists quote-unquote, that lean heavily into electronic adventuring, both conceptually and sonically. Adam Harper of The Fader indicated, as if to experiment with the very building blocks of musical beauty, to speak a language that not everyone speaks yet. So from Aftertouches, this will be Carolus Coverdale with saps slash H, as though it was sort of like a Unix command to type in. And then we'll follow up with a, a great Vancouver act I haven't played in a while. Of course, I'm playing some older material, but I'll talk about some of the new stuff they have. But first off, Carolus Coverdale here on Exploding Heavy with CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Thank you. 
Eating sustainably is important, but not always affordable. Luckily, Sprouts has not one, but two on-campus cafes that serve organic, earth-friendly, locally produced meals at prices that don't make you want to cry. Stop by Sprouts Cafe in the basement of the Old Sub or Seedlings Cafe on the top floor of the Graduate Building above Kerner's Pub. If you want more information about our cafes, initiatives, or are interested in volunteering, visit our website, ubcsprouts.ca, like our page on Facebook, or give us a sneaky follow on Instagram at SproutsUBC. those levels sorted out before I was seeing colors in a place I didn't realize was a thing but of course it's all tucked away there but enough about me we just heard off of the 2013 album Movements of Night that was Secret Pyramid with Depths Secret Pyramid Great Vancouver Project and uh, latest album came out this year it's called Distant Works 2 and melds field recordings along with Ondas Martinot, that great synthesizer, some strings, piano, tape, and some other synths. It is available as a limited edition of 100 cassettes only, but of course, Bandcamp exists. So you can always find it that way. Perhaps you'll find a copy of the New Forms Festival because Secret Pyramid are going to be playing on October 8th as part of New Forms Festival 16. Behind me, Another act that's coming to town for that from the United Kingdom. It's Untold. And this is the original mix to the title track to this year's Nightmare EP. Doesn't sound too nightmarish right now, but that in within itself could be scary. Also performing at New Form 16 are Robert Hood, Menches, Convection, Deft, Lee Bannon, Mark Van Hoon, Strategy, Swisha, the curious one to see, 
DJ DD, D Tiffany. There's a lot of D's here at this point. Hopefully, I'll plop my plosive consonants. Downtown Solutions, Koosh, Minimal Violence, Rosen, Slow Riffs, The Impronounceable Wizardry Ave, Hood Joplin, Exo, and You're Me. A New Forms Festival is brought to you by funders such as Canada Council. Canadian Heritage, the City of Vancouver, and then sponsors such as More Than Human Records, affiliated with the great CITR radio show that plays Sunday evenings here at 101.9 FM, Sapporo Beer, this very station, CITR, Discorder Magazine, our cousin's station in its new uh, bigger form at Newsprint. At some point, I'll find out what's the story on the October edition. I'd stare at the editor, but we'll find out. Uh, Georgia Strait Magazine, Arts Vest, and East Van Graphics. So, before I get into one last song from one of the acts playing at New Forms Festival, let's talk about VIF, the Vancouver International Film Festival. And it's 35th year. If you want a review, I can give you a review. Because I managed to catch the finished film, The Happiest Day in the Life of Oli Mackey, on Thursday, which is based on the real boxer who uh, lived in in Finland, he fought, or he tried to fight in the Roman Olympics in 1960. He ended up uh, having an actual fight with American uh, featherweight in 1962. But in the midst of training for that, in a weight class lower than his own, he ends up falling with a love with a country girl. Since the baker from Kokkola has his heart back in that northern town. Great bit of black and white cinematography there from a new director. And uh, it's well worth watching because it's a very naturalistic acting approach. And yeah, it did play earlier today, as I told you last week. But uh, it does have one more screening if you haven't caught it yet. So next Wednesday, October 12th, at the Simon Fraser University Gold Corp. And they'll be at 6.45 p.m. Aside from that, for Japanese music fans or those who like glam and metal, CITR is proud to be a media partner for the documentary called We Are X. And this band, X, is the Japanese operatic rock act known for its outlandish costumes and concert theatrics, although there are backstage stories about suicides and cults. And the overall film stretches from their 1982 origins to an epic show recently at the Madison Square Garden. Directed by Stephen Kajak, it's in Japanese with English subtitles, and it screens this Wednesday, October 5th at 6.30 p.m. at the Rio Theater. And then uh, Thanksgiving Sunday, October 9th, via the International Village playing at 4.15 p.m. So as promised, we do have one last song from one of the New Forms Festival acts. Coton hails from Edmonton, Alberta. And earlier this year, he released a cassette called Baikal Acid, B-A-I-K-A-L. That's through the impressive tape label here in Vancouver called 1080p. Although as of late, they've been branching into vinyl. So from Baikal Acid, this will be Kotin, K-H-O-T-I-N, with a track called The Human Voice.
Films Festival returns this year for our 2016 edition on Friday and Saturday, October 7th to 8th, located at 560 Seymour. The festival will include two nights of music and visuals programmed in three rooms, with installations throughout the venue. Artists include Robert Hood, Mencius, Convection, Deft, High Corner Audio, Lee Bannon, Untold and more. Visit newformsmediasociety.com or find us on Facebook for the full list of New Forms Festival artists and to purchase your ticket. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball and a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. Going back to April 8th, 1974, when the L.A. Dodgers visited uh, Atlanta. That was Vince Scully there. We're some live broadcast of Henry Hank Aaron's 715th home run. As you can tell, breaking uh, an old record thought unbreakable at the time of baseball. Babe Ruth's 714 home run record. Of course, another Barry Bonds ended up getting it, but a lot of contention about what's going on with that. Anyways, Vince Scully made the call there, and they had a reminiscence there at the last bit of the clip. Longtime broadcaster for the then Brooklyn Dodgers. And as a Brooklyn boy, just stayed there, dem bums. But then later, the L.A. Dodgers. And uh, Scully retired yesterday, calling his last baseball game 80 years to the day when he became a baseball fan since it was October 2nd. 1936 when as a boy he passed by he said it was a Chinese laundry that's what they called them then um, he looked at the World Series news headline about the then New York Giants losing game two to the Yankees by like 18 to 4 and 
It uh, invoked a sense of pity for him, so he became a baseball fan the way that everyone should be. He was like, oh, those poor guys. Maybe they should win. So he started rooting for the Giants going to the Polo Gardens at the time. And then eventually, in his 20s, took over for Red Barber. In 1950, started calling Dodgers games at Ebbets Field. So it's appropriate that Scully took the trip up to San Francisco where the Giants play now for one last game, playing the Dodgers. Of course, both teams will be playing in the postseason leading up to the World Series. Fortunately, Scully won't be calling all those games at this point. He's closed the circle. 80 years in, and that's it. So, of course, the Blue Jays snuck into it as a wild card. We'll see what happens. Maybe the Cubbies could finally win, but not the Braves. Sorry. The background here, this is Survive. Crank that a little bit more. Their new album, RR7349, dropped on Friday, as you can tell by their name. The album title name It's based on the catalog number of how this was printed on Relapse Records. The song I'm talking over is called Other. Survive's profile jumped massively this summer after two of the Austin band's members made the synth-heavy score to the Netflix hit Stranger Things, which I shared some of the tracks from the two album soundtracks several weeks back here on Exploding Head Movies. You can always look at the Exploding Head Movies archive. It's www.citr.ca. You can catch up on the podcast, find the track listing, and see what I played. I'll definitely be sharing some more tracks off that later, because, hey, isn't that going to be appropriate for Halloween? Uh, talking a little bit more about Viff, there's a new Alejandro Jodorowsky film, legendary director behind El Topo and Holy Mountain, amongst many other films. The latest film is Endless Poetry, or otherwise in Spanish, Boisia Safan. Jodorowsky is now 80 years old, but uh, he kind of takes a Fellini approach here for the film as he looks back at his life. The movie stars his son, Adam, as quote-unquote Alejandro as he discovers poetry and lust in Santiago, Chile in the 1940s and 50s. So, Endless Poetry screens this Wednesday, October 5th at 9 p.m. at the Vancouver Playhouse and then this Friday, October 7th at the SFU Gold Corp at 3.15 p.m. If you're curious about any other uh, Vancouver International Film Festival films I talk about, go to vif.org. You can get the full play... Oh, it's not a playlist. <laughs> you can get the full schedule. You can figure out what plays on the silver screen there. Anyways, let's get some Danny Brown representing Detroit, Michigan. He's back. Although we heard him earlier this year. He's a guest on a few tracks, uh, most prominently on that wacky Oompa Calypso number from the Avalanches. His new album is called The Atrocity Exhibition, came out last week. And on this track, he's joined by Kendrick Lamar, Absol, and then Earl Sweatshirt, good amalgamation of young L.A. rappers. And uh, this song was the lead track. It's called Really Doe. And uh, the funny thing with the album that he has, Atrocity Exhibition, ties into a Joy Division song of the same name. Perhaps, if you're good. And I'm capable. I'll share it afterwards, you. But yeah, this will be Danny Brown. We really do.
hood. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Crowley niggas know me well. For heaven's sake, I'm the goat. You haters could go to hell. When you're getting money, nigga, every day is sunny. I'ma act an ass on that donkey. Let her pull my ponytail. Second grade, took my mama wedding ring. Took that bitch to show and tell. Now I'm married to the game to no avail. Routed me for like a month. Now I'm getting high as fuck. Boy, you're trying to write me up. But now I'm a writer with ambitions of a writer. And half the shit on my writer. I don't even want the fan is for us. The Henny's for the sluts. Javanchi bikers with the red rips, ball main bot mine, bathing eight by my dick. Paid by the bloods, raised by the crypt. Solo holder prophecies, atrocities, exhibition. Oh yeah, now a nigga living good, but good could be better. I wish a motherfucker would. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. The truth and dare, I double dare your life to end in vain before the end is near. See, I can hear you crying silence sitting in the dark. Holding crosses cross your heart. Sin is such a work of art. Watch out for the love lost. Bet a thousand, shoot a thousand. Things a nigga do for thousands. Made a million counting sheep. Gave it all to public housing. Taking off the Abu Dhabi. Beaming up the motor Scotty. Talking to promoter Scotty. Everybody knows Scotty. Murder one, you heard of him. The ref did the all day madness. Got it off the wipe it off the evidence, the blood on mattress. Big power, big stages. My zoo cannot fit the cages. This booth is not used to faking. My crew just love confrontation. I chew the face off the laces. I moved away from the waitress. I shift the pot that made poison. I cooked and tipped all the patients. My bitch is way beyond basic. That's life insurance, car insurance, good pussy insurance. Hey, look what I'm doing. Hey, grinding for us. Hey, K dot. Four years, I got the same watch, but it's the real watch. And that bitch fire, speed race away now outside. The roof on it like a tank top. Count the money, watch the paint dry. When I'm done, it's when the rain stop. Uh. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Whoa. Really though, like really though. Really though, like really though. They say I got the city on fire. I ain't booming, that's a goddamn lie. Whoa. Listen, wish a motherfucker would, Brown, I had to put my foot down. It's like I'm popping a clutch. Your hate powerful, but your jaw full of dust. You gonna keep talking or we locking it up. And I'm the type of nigga, it ain't never been an honor to judge. You a mouse that the Falcon picked up. So disrespect, getting checked like the top of the month. I was a liar as a kid, so now I'm honest as fuck. And I never passed my mama no blunt. It kept my hair straight. Listen, dead weight, never been a problem to dump. Look, I just broke up with my bitch cause we ain't arguing enough. I keep it dirty as a split, my uncle Alchemist puff. I strike a birdie on him, while I hit your mouth with the club. I wake up early on him, getting out the house is a must. Just like a sweaty pit, sweaty sick, counting your dubs. 
Either that or you gon' catch me on a mountain with mugs Lounging, ask your girl why I'm out of my nuts You've been the same motherfucker since 2001 Well, it's the left-handed shooter, Kyle Lowry the punk I'm at your house like, why you got your couch on my chucks? Motherfucker, fucker, fucker, fucker And now, for our more dreadful sacrifice the music you're listening to is completely electronic. Only a fool would ignore this. I'd like to demonstrate for you some of the rather more weird kinds of sounds. See how relaxed you're getting? Every Sunday night at 7 o'clock here on CITR 101.9 FM is More Than Human, your weekly guide to all that is new, weird and wonderful in the world of electronic music. So please join me, Gareth Moses, for electronic music old and new, Inane comments and the occasional sacrifice. More than human on CITR. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all. Be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all. Make sure to catch... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs>
the ever great Joy Division with the song that gave Danny Brown's album its name, Atrocity Exhibition, off the 1980 album Closer. And singer Ian Curtis only copped the title when composing the song, reading it, the book by J.G. Ballard, mostly after he'd finished reading it. He actually had met Ballard briefly, but apparently their meeting didn't go too well. Although uh, Curtis also met uh, William S. Burroughs. That was a disaster and a half. J.G. Ballard uh, wrote uh, many a story about uh, dystopic futures. Most popular right now, High Rise, which was recently adapted into a film, finally. And expect a profile of its soundtrack set later this year here on Exploding Head Movies. My name is Gak. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And catch us online at www.citr.ca. We'll eventually get our way into our first Halloween-themed score. I guess it's more songs because it's going to be from Little Shop of Horrors. But, of course, what I'm talking over the background here is perhaps one of the scariest films out there. Bernard Herrmann. First off with The City, and then I'm talking over The Bathroom. We'll load up one cue where I don't talk over, but we'll get a famous one here. All from the 1960 score to Psycho. And the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra has its regular VSO at the Movies campaign, as it were, or night. And with Scott Terrell conducting the VSO, we'll be doing a live performance of Bernard Herrmann's score along with a big screen presentation of Hitchcock's masterpiece. And that'll be next Wednesday, October 12th, at the Orpheum. That'll be at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $25 if you are a student, which I suspect there may be some here at UBC. Otherwise, for the rest of us, tickets start at $29 and go up to $69, depending on the location that where you sit. So, I did a profile on Psycho a year or two ago here on Exploding Head Movies. Um, I'll share with you at least one slowed down version of its famous kind of ostinato theme that I didn't play last time. So, of course, appropriately enough, it's going to be called The Body. We'll follow up with another VSO highlight that's coming up soon for uh, someone who recently passed away. Every year, the Vancouver International Film Festival brings a revelry of cinephilia to Vancouver. This year, Viv features over 300 films airing between September 29th and October 14th, with an opening gala featuring Eisling Walsh's Madi and a closing gala featuring Terrace Malick's Voyage of Time. Billions of years in the making. For its 35th year, Viv will be expanding the frame, emphasizing social interaction, workshops, and audience feedback. Find the complete program for this year's Viff online at viff.org. Experience Viff 2016, this September 29th to October 14th.
From the 1986 film Labyrinth, that was David Bowie with the song Underground, although it was a single version that it too released as a 7-inch at the time. So not the original version, either on film or on the soundtrack album. And of course, I know some people of an awkward age uh, found David Bowie to be sort of their first uh, awakening, let's say. But of course... Uh, it was also featured a, a young Jennifer Connelly, too. Uh, David Bowie, of course, died much too soon earlier this year, on January 10th, from liver cancer. And he played the Goblin King, Jareth. And for Underground itself, it was an experiment of sorts for Bowie. Of course, definitely in 1980s mode, featuring synths and gospel singers. Not something we consider high art, Bowie, but we can sort of look back and see at least uh, what direction he was following but definitely not the glam Bowie not the Berlin Bowie but leading up towards some of his experiments in the 90s with what he wanted to do anyways we were talking about the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra before because we were talking about Bernard Herrmann's Psycho for which uh, they will be doing a live score too next Wednesday October 12th at the Orpheum but this week this Wednesday at the Orpheum in fact the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra will be joined by a rock band and various other singers as they all perform the music of David Bowie. They're citing many of his 70s and 80s songs in his, the repertoire that they're going to perform. No underground, though. The conductor would be Brent Haven. So this Wednesday, October 5th at the Orpheum. Tickets start at $34. If you're a student, goes up to $49. If you're an adult or uneducated. And that song ended far too early.
And that's a prelude to what's coming up. Uh, if you are a non-student, tickets start at $45, goes up to $65. But all the $25 seats are gone. And I expect uh, more tickets will disappear soon enough for a little orchestral Bowie. Uh, we actually have the first posthumous Bowie release out in the past couple of weeks. And it's a box set featuring his music from 1974 and 1976 called Who Can I Be Now? And uh, one awesome side effect of it. it features a whole bunch of live bootlegs but it actually features a lost album called the gloucester that's something i was hoping to share with you this week except for the fact that there is everything else going on in town which uh, i'll allude to shortly but we're also thinking about bowie and live music uh, we should prepare ourselves for sue george's tour since he'll be coming uh, in november when he performs bowie's music in portuguese much like he did for wes anderson's film the life aquatic with steve zissou but I'll talk more about that once it's time. I think there are still tickets available, but they are disappearing fast. Now, what was in the background, and I thought was a lot longer, was a Calgary act called Velisca. Off of this year's Healer album, we briefly heard Solitude before we went back into silence. So, um, we'll save some Biff stuff for later on. Let's get into at least some more stuff that's happening in town. Japan Droids. Great Vancouver duo. They're ready to start performing again, and this week they play four nights at the Cobalt. This Wednesday to Saturday, October 5th through 8th. And my impression, based on what I saw this afternoon, all tickets are sold out now. If not, you can always just reload the appropriate uh, ticket sites to find out the status. But originally Friday and Saturday were sold out, featuring opening acts, Adrian Teacher and the Subs. But the Wednesday-Thursday tickets were still available with needles and pins, but they're now gone. So I don't have to tell you the ticket prices. It should be 20 bucks at least if you're looking at the aftermarket or if someone refunds it. Doors for all the shows are 8 o'clock shows at 9.30 p.m. and they're 19 and older shows. Perhaps we'll have some new songs to listen to, but for now, let's start off with a song off their 2009 debut, Post Nothing. This will be Young Hearts, Spark Fire, and then we'll follow up with a folky cover from an act that uh, was in town last year.
we're from the UBC Food Society. Yummy. And we're the only food club at UBC. We're about feeding students, but also teaching them how to feed themselves. Through our restaurant outings and cooking workshops, we hope to expose you guys to the diversity of cultures, flavors, and food communities Vancouver has to offer. So if you want to get involved, email us at foodsociety at gmail.com or check up on our website at www.ams.ubc.ca slash clubs slash food society or you can even join our Facebook group.
Phoebe Bridgers from Los Angeles. She uploaded that uh, song in 2013 to her SoundCloud. And then when she opened up for Blitz and Trapper when they played the Biltmore last year, she dropped that and everyone was a little astounded by it since it's a great cover of the Japandroids. That was the house that Heaven built. Originally, the uh, Japandroids duo released that as a single that led up to their second album, Celebration Rock. And before Phoebe Bridger's version, we heard Japandroids with Young Heart Sparkfire. And again, Japandroids play four nights at the Cobalt this week, Wednesday, October 5th to Saturday, October 8th. All shows, doors open at 8. Show starts at 9.30 p.m. There are openers. And this is a prelude for a few dates in North America before they head overseas, primarily Australia. The background here, this is C. Diab from Port Hardy, British Columbia, off of a little EP that came out this year called No Perfect Wave. This is Memory as Mist. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week so that we can catch some new music from films. As the films go out in the theaters, Mark Isham provides a score to Ben Affleck's The Accountant. The Newtonburg Brothers provide the score to Before I Wake. That's out through the rest of Saraband. For those of you binge-watching Netflix right now, specifically Marvel's Luke Cage, Ali Shaheed Muhammad and Adrian Young provide the scas. Just the soundtrack to that through Hollywood Records. I was going to say score, but you know, Adrian Young has a definite vibe. If you think about Black Dynamite music on that tip, as Ali Shaheed Muhammad, long connections to 90s hip-hop scene. Otherwise, Got Clint Eastwood's latest movie, Sully, about uh, Captain Sullenberger who landed a plane in the Hudson River after eating some geese. Clint Eastwood actually appears on the score to the film, joined by Christian Jacob and the Tyranny Sutton Band. So expecting a little bit of mishmash of jazz and bluegrass there. As re releases go, for you Nina Rota fans, there's a new edition of uh, Fellini's Satyricon. That's through Rust Blade Records. And uh, this one's just fun. Arthur Wright's his score to the Human Tornado is out through Warrior Records. So, it's sort of a quiet week for soundtracks. You know that September is usually the big bang for that. Otherwise, leading up to Christmas when all the uh, Oscar wannabes have their uh, melodic scores available. Otherwise, let's talk about two VIF films since we have a little time here. You jazz fans. As I stare at Gavin Walker, host of the jazz show Eden Muffin. I called him Morgan. It is going to be playing. It's a Swedish documentary about the jazz trumpeter Lee Morgan, best known for his 1964 bop hit The Sidewinder. At age 18, he played with Dizzy Gillespie, then Art Blakey, Wayne Shorter, Ron Carter, Herbie Hancock. Uh, then he fell in drugs. Someone rescued him, but it did not end well. I won't tell you much more, although, again, this is based on real life. I Called a Morgan is directed by Casper Collin. It screens this Thursday, October 6th at the Rio at 6.30 p.m. Otherwise, Canadian Thanksgiving Monday, October 10th at the International Village at 1.45 p.m. Otherwise, uh, talk about one film that segues nicely into a, a song that we're going to play. This is a documentary about a 1960s songwriter best known for hits like Twist and Shout, Peace of My Heart, 
Hang on, Sloopy and Cry to Me, amongst others. It's Burt Burns. He's the subject of Bang! The Burt Burns story with all the bees in there. He's worked with Solomon Burke, the Eiley Brothers, the Drifters, Benny King, Wilson Pickett, Van Morrison, and Neil Diamond, and his songs have been covered by the Beatles, Rolling Stones, The Animals, and Janis Joplin. Burns died prematurely at the age of 38. And all his life, he mixed uh, brill-building Tin Panty Alley songs along with uh, rock and R&B styles. So, bang, the Burt Burns story. It looks like it has some family connections because it's co-directed by Bob Sarles and Brett Burns. And it's narrated by Steve Van Zant. So the last screening of Bang will be next Tuesday, October 11th at the International Village at 6 p.m. And we're going to listen to probably his most famous song which most of us know as a new wave song by One Hit Wonders, Bow Wow Wow. We're going to go back to 1965 with The Strange Loves. I know it's Halloween. I want candy. listening to uncle's tired old war stories had enough of zuzu's quest for father's favor do you want to hear tales worthy of the fire nation princess herself 
then tune in to Scald's Hall on CITR 101.9 FM and listen to the very best established and upcoming storytellers in the land. Do it, peasant, for your princess commands you. Join us Fridays at 9 p.m. for the very best in spoken word entertainment. Ty Lee, you're not thinking of changing the dial, are you? That's better.
the return of Julie Ruin. We actually pulled a song off of their first album, 2013's Run Fast, although Julie Ruin existed as Entity beforehand as part of Kathleen Hanna's Bikini Kill and Le Tigre before. Julie Ruin, their latest album's 2016's Hit Reset. Of course, we just heard off of Run Fast, Cookie Road. So I've been hoping to play for you for ages. And Timber Concerts presents to Julie Ruin, along with great old Vancouver act Mecha Normal, still kicking it. At some point, I realize I've not actually played Mecha Normal for quite some time, along with Allison Crutchfield in the Fizz. They play this Friday, October 7th at the Rickshaw Theater. Doors open at 8. Show starts at 9. Tickets start at $20, and they're available online. Otherwise, at uh, some friends of CITR, like Red Cat Records, Zula Records, and High Life. It is a 19 and older show. Ever quietly in the background here, this is Nicholas Jar from his alternate soundtrack. It's a 1969 Russian film, The Color of Pomegranates. Jar simply called it Pomegranates. We just heard is the Tower of Sin. And at this point, this will lead us to the Little Shop of Horror since I picked a track off of one of his recent albums featuring a name with what we commonly associate with the film. Anyways, Jar's most recent album is Sirens, but we went off of an earlier album this year called Nymphs 2. This is Nicholas Jar with the three sides of Audrey and why she's alone now. We'll excerpt it before we get into the little shop of ours.
This winter, Vancouver will enjoy the customary drizzle, fog, and perhaps a modicum of the white stuff. On the other hand, for $195, you can enjoy sunshine of Mexico. Mexico. Wherever you are, you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting live from Vancouver, UBC, on the unceded territory of the Coast Salish, Hunkaminum-speaking Musqueam people. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Like a little bit of with timing here. Of course, kind of teasing you here too. Behind me, the song will become very obvious soon. This is Angelo Badalamenti from the complete archive of music from Twin Peaks. This is the TV version of Audrey. In tribute to the character Audrey Horn, as played by Sherilyn Fenn, and she will be returning to the new Twin Peaks season three, set to air on Showtime next year. And, of course, Audrey is the name of of two characters from The Little Shop of Horrors. So we're going to talk a little bit about it and uh, share some of the songs. So instead of the usual scores that we hear, we'll have some uh, song. Originally, The Little Shop of Horrors was a 1960 uh, American black comedy horror film by uh, Roger Corman and Charles B. Griffith. A farce about an inadequate florist assistant who cultivates a plant that feeds on human flesh and blood. Part of the film's concept is thought to be tied to a 1932 story called Green Thoughts by John Collier. But uh, in Jack Nicholson's biography, uh, there's some speculation that might be inspired by the Arthur C. Clarke sci-fi short, The Reluctant Orchid. But regardless of the inspiration... The story came at a time when Griffith and Corman were drunkenly riffing on stories that could be filmed quickly. Since uh, they had a set from the previous film that they shot, A Bucket of Blood, that they could still use. And uh, Corman, legendary B-movie guy, had bet his brother that he could whip out a film in a week. Uh, In the end, some reshoots were required, but effectively, rehearsals were three days. They filmed it in two days on a budget of $30,000. And at the time... It wasn't that popular, but local TV broadcasts in the 60s and 70s picked up on it. <clears throat> Based on how cheap it was, because uh, Corman didn't think it was going to do that well. He didn't even bother copywriting the film, so it entered the public domain on the spot. Another part of its popularity is it starred very young Jack Nicholson. And uh, in one of his early roles, he appeared as a masochistic dental patient. Interest in the film was rekindled when a stage musical version called The Little Shop of Horrors was produced in 1982. And various touring productions along with high school shows are based on that production. And it was written by the composer Al Menken and then uh, the lyricist Howard Ashman. From that musical, it became a 1986 film directed by Frank Oz and uh, became very theatrical. It featured Rick Moranis, Ellen Green, Vincent Gardenia, Steve Martin in a cameo, and then Levi Stubbs as the voice of the plant. So as the plant feeds on human flesh and blood, it starts to grow, and it gains powers over young Seymour to the point he starts uh, finding other ways to feed it. 
Uh, Ashman and Mencken began their collaboration for the 1979 musical adaptation of Kurt Vonnegut's novel, God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater. And uh, in 1982, they came up with Little Shop of Horrors. And uh, we're going to start off with a song that eventually became a reference for the work that Ashman and Mencken did <coughs> once they started working with Walt Disney based on the success of Little Shop of Horrors. So in Disney lore, this song from Little Mermaid is known as Somewhere That's Wet, but from Little Shop of Horrors, featuring Ellen Green on vocals, this song is Somewhere That's Green.
If you feed me, see my I can grow up big and strong. Would you like a Cadillac car or a gas shot on jackpot? How about a date with Teddy Lamar? You're gonna get it if you want it, baby.
So from the soundtrack, it's a 1986 film, Little Shop of Horrors, we heard Ellen Green, who was part of the original off-Broadway production in 1982, and one of the few that uh, came over to the film version that was somewhere that's green. Then we heard Steve Martin, along with the uh, three kind of uh, Greek chorus girls that uh, kind of narrate the film, and we heard Dentist. And then we heard Levi Stubbs there taking a, a solo as Audrey II the plant with feed me get it now little shop of horrors was nominated for two academy awards for best of visual effects and then best original song for a new number that was written for the movie mean green mother from outer space but did lose to top guns take my breath away um funny thing about it is that originally the movie was supposed to end much like the stage version which was very dark where the plants take over the world but it failed in review, and they opted for a sort of a sweeter ending because everyone fell in love with Seymour and the original Audrey. There was a short-lived animated television series inspired by the film, and uh, at this point, you can always still find a little shop of horrors somewhere. And I was trying to see if there was one coming up to Vancouver soon, but there actually was one last year, and it did quite well. Ashman died from complications due to AIDS in 1991. He was only 40 years old. Mencken continued to work with Disney over with films like Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, and most recently Enchanted and Tangled. Ashman's most recent work was for this year's Sausage Party with uh, Christopher Lennertz. He's still active in uh, live theater. He's doing some Dis other Disney adaptations to stage, but he's also doing a, a take of uh, the Montreal author Mordecai Richler in his 1959 novel The Apprenticeship of W. Kravitz. And Mencken and Ashman together have four Oscars for their work in The Little Mermaid and uh, not Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. Mencken ended up having his own for Aladdin and then Pocahontas. Uh, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up in a hot minute is the Joshua Gavin Walker, and he'll take you to midnight, so stay tuned to Exploding Head Movies for the last minute or so, and then stay tuned to CITR. Uh, next week, it'll be Thanksgiving. We'll talk more about VIF, and then uh, I think we'll take a look at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so we'll head on a different vibe. Speaking of vibes, we have the Solo Roads version of uh, Angelo Battlementi's Audrey's Dance from Twin Peaks. And uh, we'll just load up a little promo here, because otherwise I was going to close with one last Little Shop of Horror song, but we'll give Gavin the time. He's well-deserved it. So you'll be listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Overseas Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources. I'm Christine Dibble. And I'm Carla Slytome. And 